our colleague was earnest, unironic, and somewhat serious. A true greatest generation Midwesterner. But he also wielded a charming, disarming, and self-deprecating sense of humor. Whether he was cracking one-liners, often at his own expense, or doing a joint appearance with his comic impersonator. Allow me just one example of Bob Dole's comedic talent. In January of 1997, just after President Clinton had defeated Bob and won his reelection, the president graciously bestowed on Bob the Presidential Medal of Freedom. There they were in mid-January, just three days before the day Bob had spent months hoping he'd be inaugurated, but President Clinton would be re-inaugurated instead. It was a gracious gesture and a warm event all around. The time comes for Bob's remarks. Walks up to the podium, looks around, and he begins. I, Robert J. Dole, the crowd is already cracking up, do solemnly swear, then a theatrical pause. Oh, sorry, wrong speech. Once the laughs began to die down, there came the self-deprecating punchline. I thought I'd be here this historic week receiving something from the president, but I thought it'd be the front door key. That was Republican Senator Mitch McConnell. He's been both a majority leader and a minority leader. He was remembering Republican Senator Bob Dole, who also was both a majority leader and a minority leader. Bob Dole died on December 5th, 2021. Mitch McConnell's remarks on the Senate floor came the next day. Senator Dole's comedic talent, as Senator McConnell put it, was on display throughout his Senate career, on the presidential campaign trail, in various speeches, throughout his life. In this episode of C-SPANS of the Weekly, we narrow the famous Bob Dole wit down to one chapter in his 98 years of life, his 27 years in the U.S. Senate. We hear Bob Dole tell jokes in the Senate chamber, in the old Senate chamber, in Senate hearings, on the Senate balcony, basically all around the Capitol. Bob Dole Senate comedy after this. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's start off with some old jokes. That is, jokes about people's age. Here's Senator Bob Dole on January 4th, 1995, opening day of the 104th Congress, with a quip at the expense of a legendary senior Republican senator from South Carolina. And as we begin a new session of Congress, we also begin another chapter in the remarkable life 
of the colleague who returns today to the position of President Pro Tempore of the United States Senate, Senator Strom Thurmond. Senator Thurmond's public service career is well known. While some have suggested he actually attended the Constitutional Convention in 1787, Senator Thurmond's political career actually began 62 short years ago when he was elected to the South Carolina State Senate. Dole also joked about his age. Here's an exchange on July 22, 1992, with then-Senate Majority Leader, Democrat George Mitchell. There are very few occasions in which I feel I could speak for every senator, but this is one of them, uh, and extending uh, to our colleague, uh, Senator Bob Dole of Kansas, uh, our best wishes on his birthday as well. That's right, Bill Ross. Mr. President, I remind us my colleague, Bill Ross, birthday too, from Delaware. What we've done in my office to make it more acceptable to me is we've everyone on my staff who has a birthday in July, we've averaged the ages. And this is my 47th birthday, <laughs> if you do it that way. So it worked out fairly well. And keeping with the theme of birthdays, here's Senator Dole on July 27, 1995, with a different take on birthday cake. It's not a question of integrity, honesty. It, maybe it's perception. But the one thing that concerns many of us on both sides of the aisle, we want to be certain we don't get somebody in trouble here because somebody, if you're at some event, you get a gift and, and somebody uh, may disagree with the value of it, all, all these things. We hope we've worked that out because, I, as I said, I got five birthday cakes last week. I only ate one piece, but I don't know what the value of the cakes were. They were all given in good faith. We had a good time. I shared them with a lot of people. On November 4th, 1992, Bob Dole noted a different kind of celebration. It was the day after Bill Clinton won the presidency, beating President George H.W. Bush. In a room just off the Senate floor, Senator Dole held a news conference about the incoming Democratic administration. So, I think you got some good news and some bad news last night, Governor Clinton. The good news is he's getting a honeymoon in Washington. The bad news is that Bob Dole's going to be a chaperone. Four years later, Bob Dole ran against Bill Clinton for president. On June 11, 1996, on the floor of the Senate, he gave a farewell speech. He left Congress to pursue his campaign against President Clinton, who was running for re-election. Early in his remarks, Senator Dole offered this observation about his colleagues. They always thought that differences were a healthy thing, and that's why we're also healthy, because we have a lot of differences in this chamber. I've never seen a healthier group in my life. (laughs) When he wasn't on the Senate floor, Bob Dole conducted a lot of business and bargaining with other senators on the balcony outside the Republican leader's office. The balcony overlooked the National Mall and the Washington Monument. It was unofficially called Dole Beach because he often used it to soak up the sun. In that same June 11, 1996 farewell speech to the Senate, Bob Dole had fun talking about his favorite spot. We've had a little fun along the way, too. It's kind of dull around here from time to time. You've got to have a little fun. When you really want to have fun and get away, you go out to the beach, <laughs> which is now my beach, and I'll try to pack it up this afternoon. <laughs> Later that day, Senator Dole brought photographers to the Dole Beach balcony. In this clip from June 11, 1996, you'll hear a visitor yell at him from below, asking how to get in, followed by his quick response. How do I get in? Get away. 
Go right around the walk there. Yeah, just tell them to let you in. Because I can't get them in anymore. Come to think of it. Tell them to let me in. <laughs> Don't mention my name. Come to think of it, yeah. I gotta have, I'll have to ask Senator Kasparman to get me in. Bob Dole was no longer in the Senate during his October 6, 1996 presidential debate with Bill Clinton. But the Senate floor was still on his mind in this joke at the expense of his former colleague, Democratic Senator from Massachusetts, Ted Kennedy. I remember one day on the floor I said, now, gentlemen, let me tax your memories. And Kennedy jumped up and said, why haven't we thought of that before? You know, (laughs) one of your liberal friends. Ten years after his Senate departure, Bob Dole returned. On July 25, 2006, he attended a ceremony in the old Senate chamber. The purpose? Unveiling his official portrait. Of course, he opened with jokes. Well, first, I want to thank everybody for being here, and particularly Senator Friss and Senator Reed, Senator Rudman, Senator Mitchell, my good friend Rod. And it's, uh, you know, as Barbara Mikulski said as she walked by, I wouldn't miss this hanging for the world. Some of my colleagues have been waiting for years to nail me to the wall. (laughs) Bob Dole was back in the Senate later that year, testifying on December 5, 2006, in support of Robert Gates, President George W. Bush's pick for defense secretary. As you probably suspect, Bob Dole opened with a quip, this time involving his wife. Well, Mr. Chairman, I'm almost, I'm probably here by accident because the phone rang at home and I picked it up and... Person on the other end said, Senator Dole, would you mind introducing me at the hearing? And I said, yes. Then I learned later they were calling for Elizabeth. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that she's on the committee, but I appreciate this opportunity. Now a bonus clip. Why did Bob Dole go to the comedy well so often? On March 28, 2000, he addressed senators in the old Senate chamber. He got serious about laughing. I also happen to believe that it's easier to get things done in this place with a sense of humor. After all, the United States is probably the only country on earth that puts the pursuit of happiness right after life and liberty among our God-given rights. Laughter and liberty go well together. Indeed, as a weapon against injustice, ridicule can be as effective as moral outrage. I tried outrage in 96. Consider the impressible Barry Goldwater on being blacklisted, blackballed by an anti-Semitic country club in Phoenix. Goldwater responded, since I'm only half Jewish, can I join up only play nine holes? That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder, you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library for Bob Dole, for comedy, or for any combination of the two. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. It's free, and there's no two-drink minimum. Thanks for listening, and happy searching. 